For a different and unique take on all things paranormal and spooky, please check out Life Paranormal with V. Hey guys, this is Vanessa. My podcast is Life Paranormal with V. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest hosts and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at Paranormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. A woman turned demon. This is the tale of Eshtabai. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is a Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. Hi everyone, this is Christina. And this is MJ. And this is episode... Oh my god, I should stop saying the number because I never remember it. 17 or 18, one of the two. 17. Yeah, yeah, 17. <laughs> this is episode 17 of A Spooky Tales. Um, I totally forgot to look for a, a listener story. Sometimes there's some like buried in my TikTok comments, but I, I haven't looked. I've been really lazy the past two days. <laughs> Same. Not lazy, but it's been so nice out and I don't want to be on my phone and stuff. So I've been on like outside for hours with my child who refuses to come inside after like two or three hours and I have to drag him back inside or bribe him. <laughs> so no, I feel that I've been from one doctor appointment to another and I got another one next Thursday. And then the week after on Friday and probably Saturday, I'm still Oof. tired of appointments. <laughs> That's a lot. So yeah, no Spookies segment this episode, I think. <laughs> but please send us your stories so we can read them. Yes. Today we're talking about the Mayan, my oh my god, I never say that right. Mayan, May, May, Mayan, Mayan, right? Mayan. Yeah, we're talking about the Mayan legend of the Eshtabai, which apparently I was pronouncing wrong this whole time. I thought it was Satabai. <laughs> I, I didn't even try to pronounce it because I was like X to Bay <laughs> in my head. And then I, I was like, that's not how you pronounce it. There's no way. I should have known, though, because the Jolo dog is Jolo and that's mm-hmm. Z-O-L-O. Mm-hmm. So, like, it should have made sense like a, that like the S-H sound. Yeah. So, like, it would have made sense that that X was the same, the mm-hmm. sh sound. So, anyway, that's that's her name. And I, the only reason I knew about her before we decided to look th- or pick this legend was because of the book, Gods of Jade and Shadow. What? Like, oh my God. We're going to fangirl all over again. Um, ¿Cómo se llama? Si- Silvia, what is it? Moreno? Yes, yeah, Silvia Moreno Garcia. 
She's like my favorite author right now. We love her. <laughs> we stand and we don't stand for anybody, but we stand. And also, like, can we, like, if you haven't looked her up, please do so. She has an amazing book to, um, you know, Gods of Jade and Shadow and also Mexican Gothic. Oh, so good. So good. And she's coming out with, oh, this is, by the way, we're not, we're not paid to promote her. We just fucking love her. <laughs> Yeah, although I would like to be paid to promote her, but I'll do it for free because, you know, I love her. <laughs> I'll do it for free books, especially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to certain dark things. I'm looking forward to everything. All her all her book covers are phenomenal. They're, like, so beautiful. So, I they just make me, like, I don't care what's in the story. I'm going to buy it because it's just pretty. Because it looks at. so pretty, Yeah. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. I'm doing the opposite. I'm buying it because of its cover. It's beautiful. (laughs) I like, I wish like she would do like maybe even like postcards. It's like a frame. Oh my God. Yeah. We're giving you ideas. (laughs) Please do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's get, yeah, let's get to the story. (laughs) Oh, well, do you want to tell us what a little bit about the Eshtabai? Yeah. So Eshtabai is a dark-haired woman dressed in white. She floats above the Seba tree at the edge of a body of water. She sits on the trunk of the tree, brushing her hair, waits for drunk men or lost men at night. She seduces these men, puts them in a trance where she tortures them, but because they are in a trance, they endure the torture. Sometimes these methods Eshtabai uses ends in death sometimes these men throw themselves into the water to go to the underworld i read that she throws them down cliffs and wells (laughs) and sometimes she turns into a snake and devours a man i didn't see i did not see any of that that's what i love about this a lot of the information you found is nowhere what i found and i love that same. Um, and then I believe in the book Gods, and Sh- Gods of Jade and Shadow, she has the snake thing going on. Yeah, where she turns into a snake. I don't see. I need to reread that because it's been like, what, a year, like two years? And I don't remember anything. Yeah, I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> oh, because it's the last book I read before I went on my long ass hi- hiatus of not reading because I was like, what do I read after this? There's no, I don't know. And I There's nothing good. <laughs> This is where I stopped reading. Yeah, and for like a year I didn't read. I hate when that happens. Like when you read a good book and like you get that like book depression. You're like, I don't want to read anything else. I'm emotionally drained. Yeah, that happened to me. (laughs) But yeah, she does that in the book. Oh, oh, and she rips the man's heart out and then pushes him over the cliff. Oh, I love her even more now. (laughs) I'm kidding. Not really. (laughs) The Legend of the Eshtabai comes from a Mayan legend of two very beautiful sisters who were completely different and opposite of each other, Eshkeban and Utskolel. Eshkeban was a free-spirited woman. She was compassionate, emotional, and sexually liberal. Even though she was considered a sinner, she went out of her way to help. She would help animals and people in need. She was a kind person at heart. But Utskolel was nothing like her sister. She was the opposite and she was a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So Utskolel was doted by the city like or the town. They loved her because she was pure, right? She was not um, sexually like free like Eshkeban. 
Ashkeban. That's what I'm Ashkeban, saying. Ashkeban, yeah. Um, so she was like saving herself for marriage. She, But that's like the only quote unquote quality about her if you want to believe that's a quality. Because back then it was, to the, including the Mayan people, it wasn't something the Spanish came and changed. Uh, they they did hold these same values and put them like on a pe- pedestal. Pedestal? Is that how you say pedestal, that? Pedestal, yeah. Pedestal. Yeah. And so they, the town loved her, but that was the only good thing about her. She was mean to other people. She just had a bad like soul. She was very unkind. And she was selfish. Selfish, yeah. But she was celibate and pure. And Eshkeban was considered promiscuous and the town didn't like her. And then one day Eshkeban passed away and there was a sweet, sweet, beautiful smell and flowers growing around her body. And when she was buried, there was a specific flower that, that grew. Eshtabentun? Eshtabentun. Uh, the Eshtabentun is not just a flower, it's also a liquor. In Yucatan, yeah. And they mix it with honey, right, you said? Yeah, they pour ice and then uh, honey and whatever this liquor is, and they drink it like that. Definitely something I would like to try. Same. So Utskolel was jealous of this beautiful grave and this beautiful smell that Eshkeban gave off. And she believed that her own death would smell even better because supposedly she was better than her sister. Eventually, Utskolel dies. And much to the whole town's surprise, there was a horrible, horrible smell. The town buried her and the flowers that were at her gravesite immediately died at her burial site. What grew instead was a cactus with purple flowers on it that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> I, I think, you guys, if there's someone out there with my inheritance, please let us know if we're um, pronouncing these words correctly, because I have a feeling I'm not. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I didn't even try. Um, the, the, the spiky cactus, I think it's called Sakam. Yeah, it's spelled T-Z-A-C-A-M. I am not sure. that we. I googled it. There was no reference. When you google it, when you Google it, <laughs> uh, uh, there is a cactus that pops up. However, there is no reference to the word besides what what I found, which is weird. I don't know if it's like in, in Spanish or in English. It has a different. Or is it just the Mayan word for it and the Spanish and English names are both different? Yeah. Or maybe it's sacam just means cactus. I don't know. True. I don't know. Utskoled believed that Eshkeban's, the reason Eshkeban's grave was so beautiful is because of her sexual freedom. Not the whole, the, all the giving she did and how she took care of sick animals and how she gave all her belongings to, you know, unhoused people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of that. No, she was like, no, it's, a, it's the sex. <laughs> so she was like, that's how I will also get a, a, a beautiful grave. And so she made a deal with evil spirits and came back as the Eshtabai. And, you know, now she seduces men and punishes them. I mean, there's some stories where I'm like, "Mm, did he deserve it? I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Right. Yeah. No, we're kidding. We are. Yeah. (laughs) Men do not deserve this ever, no matter what. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) Anyways. um. MJ found a very long supposed encounter. Supposed. And I hope you guys appreciate this. I literally, it was the longest story in history. Not just kidding. It wasn't. But it took me like three hours to translate because 
I all there were some mine words that I also had to translate to Spanish from Spanish to English. But anyways, I hope you guys appreciate it. If you guys want to read more, um, we're pro- we're gonna put the the links in our show notes so you guys can read it. Just letting you know, it is in Spanish, so you're gonna have to use Google Translate. Yeah, a lot of our sources are usually Spanish in Spanish, so it was a journey. <laughs> I found one story from uh, diariosdelsureste.com dot com for <laughs> the English oh <laughs> the English challenged. I mean, not the English challenged, the Spanish challenged. Uh, <laughs> um, English and Spanish challenged today, <laughs> right? So this is going to be my translation, and it's not going to be a literal translation because if it were, the whole podcast would be like two hours. Yeah, it's um adapted for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> the um abridged version. Yeah. I'll stop now. Go on. Condensed <laughs> yeah. version, if you will. One night after the dance in Hacienda Tanlum in Merida, Yucatan, Jacinto walked a woman home thinking she was going to be his new conquest. He had a he had drunk some brandy and she had some too, though much less. Between hugs and kisses, he was ready for an entanglement. <laughs> I'm going to use that word from now on. It's, yeah, it's perfect. And everybody knows what it means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had an entanglement. <laughs> I'm quoting Jada Pinkett Smith. That, that's not me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's not us. We're ride or die, okay? <laughs> Yeah, no, not me. My entanglement and and ended in marriage. So, and here I am still. <laughs> My entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> they walked on a white dirt road covered in shadows. The moonlight made it seem like the trees were long arms waiting to catch them or tentacles that belonged to some strange being that moved against the wind. They walked by many mud and palm houses. Jacinto started to become scared of how remote they were traveling. The woman replied to him, "Soon, Soon we will arrive. She smiled at him flirtatiously. Jacinto and her did not dance long at the party. When she asked him to accompany her home, something that Jacinto took as a possible entanglement, and he accepted willingly. Jacinto asked her her name, and he was surprised at her response. Eshtabai, the girl replied. My father named me that because he thought I could use such a name. Jacinto replied, your father was right, as you are as beautiful as they say she is. Jacinto knew the Mayan legend of Eshtabai. They say that she bewitched Masewal. Masewal, um, pause. Masewal is a translation for a commoner in um, Mayan. Ah, okay. For those who who don't know, don't worry. I didn't know either until today, until this week. <laughs> She would go to his home to make love to him and leave him dead at the bottom of a saber tree after their encounter. He laughed at the sound of her name. You're so funny, he said, He says, and that name does suit you. Jacinto could see a silhouette of a tree in the distance. As they got closer, it almost seemed like the tree was getting bigger and bigger, sprouting from the ground. Its leafy branches covered the path. Jacinto and Eshtabai encountered two animals along the way. A puhui bird and a snake. Uh, and a snake. A snake. <laughs> snake. <laughs> snake, little snake. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> You're at snake. 
At the pupui bird and snake. <laughs> I'll stop saying snake. <laughs> and a snake named Och- Ochkan, both of which seem to have a connection with Eshtabai. They, at this point, seemed to be walking for hours and still had not reached her home. When Eshtabai, Eshtabai said, we are here. Where is your home? asked Jacinto. I only see a giant, a giant tree whose roots look like claws digging in the earth. From the translation, I did. I did. It seems as if it was like um, the house because this is, it's not really descriptive. So I'm going to pause for a little bit, but I'm going and I'm going to describe the tree and the home. It seemed like the the tree um, was on top of the house. Oh, I read it as like the house or the tree moved up, like the whomping willow moves. <laughs> like the tree <laughs> moved up, and bam, there was a house. No, it was like weird. It was like there's like this big clump of dirt or rock, and the tree is on top of it. Oh, but the roots make like a like a door. But I just wanted to say that because um, the story does not elaborate until a bit further, like the one in Spanish. And I was like, wait, what? I'm so confused. And they're like, oh. It's- and I was like, oh, well, why didn't you say that in the beginning? It would have helped. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyways, this is my house, Eshtabai replied. And with her magic, the earth under the tree turned into a door. Jacinto was in complete surprise. Don't be scared, she said to Jacinto. My father designed this entry that goes with our traditions. You will notice that behind the tree and under this trunk is a house. So yeah, to elaborate the... um. The tree covered the entrance, kind of like was placed in the doorway area or front door. I see. Jacinta could see a faint light coming from the home. I lit a candle so I wouldn't hurt myself in the dark. My parents aren't home as they are in Merida. I am not sure if you want to come in. People may talk, but I don't care, she said. Jacinto's fear left at this point. I just want to say that is some commitment to try and get get some like Jacinto walked for hours with her to get to just to he wanted some WAP. <laughs> that is commitment to the WAP. And um, wow, Jacinto, um, more power to you. I would not fight that hard for some WAP. Would I wouldn't you? walk hours for some. No, no. <laughs> but you do you, Jacinto. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they entered the home with this with strange furniture made out of tree trunks and bejucos. Bejucos are vine-like plants that grow in South America. Eshtabai led Jacinto into a room. Jacinto, thinking this was the moment he was waiting for, was in for a surprise. Instead of a bedroom, it was a cave filled with stalactites and stalagmites that shone brilliantly. On the wall were statues. The statues were of Satan and other demons who seemed to be laughing. Eshtabai tells Jacinto not to worry. They were just statues, just rock, even though they seemed to move sometimes. They continued to walk further into the, the cave. At this point, Eshtabai let Jacinto know that they were almost at Shibalba. Shibalba, the afterworld of the Mayans where the dead dwell. Eshtabai listed different underworld gods and demons, telling Jacinto that at one point she reached the ninth level of Shibalba. But was let go by Apuch, the Mayan god of death. She wasn't sure why. Eshtabai expressed that the reason she was let go was because she resembled the real Eshtabai and Apuch's real daughter. She led Jacinto to a place where they could rest and sit. Jacinto climbed over rocks. He was suffocating and his heart was beating wildly. Soon he arrived, Eshtabai on the other 
hand climbed with ease. She seemed to be flying, thought Jacinto. They arrived at a green space near the cave opening. There, Eshtabai seemed to be waiting for him, naked, with achiote-colored lips and demonic eyes. At this point, Jacinto was overcome with tiredness and sleepiness. He falls asleep and wakes up the next day at the base of a ceiba tree. His neighbors thought he was dead. They took his body to his home, and to their surprise, he wasn't dead. He was alive. Jacinto later retold his story to an older man from his pueblo. After hearing the story, the old man told Jacinto that he did, in fact, meet the real Eshtabai. The reason why he still lives is because he was not a full indigenous person. Eshtabai only goes after Mayan men, and Jacinto, which I forgot to write this, but Jacinto was blue-eyed, fair-skinned, and blonde hair. Oh, very interesting. That I had not encountered in my readings of her. It just said, all men, any men. Wow. Okay. From this encounter, she only goes after, like, full-blooded Mayan men, apparently. Wow. She's anti-indigenous. <laughs> she's like, let, let me wipe out all the men. Like, the Spanish weren't already doing it enough. <laughs> yeah. And um, one part of the... The story that I didn't write in because it was too long is that Jacinto later, like, I don't it doesn't specify, but a long time later, he goes to the market and he sees this woman who looks exactly like the Eshtabai he encountered. And he goes up to her and she was like, no, that's not my name. I don't like, I don't know who you are. Like, I'm not Weird. her. Yeah. So I don't know if like Eshtabai like can shape shift into other woman. Yes, she can. I, um... Forgot where did I have in my notes? One sec. There we go. In other versions of the legend, she appears to a man as anything that will lure him. So whatever he desires, like his true desire of a woman, that is what she appears as, not as just a dark-haired a woman with 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 or a woman with long dark hair, dressing white. She'll look like whatever it is they desire. Wow. See, I love when we research separately and all the pieces fall together. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. I also found that in Quintana Roo, she's believed to be a punisher of drunks, thieves, and violent criminals. So it's not like any man is fair game. She only goes after the bad guys. Okay. Like her more. Yes, I like that. I like that one. Because, you know, going after innocent people, I'm like, "Mm, I don't know, but what? Violent criminal? Yes, Eshtabai. Get him. Yeah, she needs her own hotline. (laughs) Was that all that of the encounter that you had? Yeah. And uh, the encounter, like you were talking about, goes back into the snake lore that you were talking in the beginning, where she encounters, her and Jacinto encounter the, the snake. Yes, because in some versions of, of her um, legend, she shapeshifts into the snake and then kills the man that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ochkan? Oh, yes. Yeah. O C H K O C H C A N. Oh my god, Ochkan. And uh, does Ochkan have like its own thing? I don't or, know. Like, an old, its own legend. It could, because the bird does, right? Yeah, the the puhui. Yeah. Which I didn't even know. I found information about the bird when I was looking up the um legend of the Eshtabai. of La Eshtabai. Yeah. 
I did find, and you know, I couldn't find any other mention of this anywhere on the internet. I looked and looked and looked for so long. I looked in Spanish. I, yeah, and I couldn't find anything about it. But another podcast called Mexico Unexplained did an episode on Eshtabai. And in their episode, they mentioned that in Yucatan, there is like really fishy police reports that people believe men go missing because of la estabai still like to this day and like one man was found like a week or two later his name is isidro isidro cantun and he he believes he like he tells his story that he encountered la estabai but i i couldn't find this police report i couldn't find anything else on him but um, i found that pretty interesting that is that is strange and if it is true scary af Right. My only guess is maybe he knows people in that area and like that was his source. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like how I have some stories from people, you know, from Mexico and, and their stories you're not going to find anywhere else. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's, that is strange. And I, I can't remember. I also came across another podcast. Oh God. What was the name? Oh, I forgot already, but that story was like, what? Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I f- like, I'm going to mention it. Either way, what was it? Uh, it's called What's Her Name Podcast. Um, in their podcast, the lure begins to with a woman dying at the base of the Saba tree. And I did not hear any of this or read any of this when I was doing my research. But if someone has like a story that the legend of Eshtabai comes from a woman who was like murdered or died under a Saba tree. Please let me know and link it to me because I didn't, I was not able to find anything like that. And I didn't find anything like that either. And and I had, um, I was looking at like websites and blogs and newspapers mm-hmm. from Yucatan. That's how I found the yes, version that we so shared. I don't, I don't, Links, people, links. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing I can think of there is, you know, how you heard like a completely di- different version of La Llorona? Mm-hmm. That's what I, that maybe growing up, this person heard that version of Eshtabai. That's, that probably is, is, is it like, um, cause El Yucatan, or, or maybe cause, you know, that part of Mexico is so close to Guatemala. I wonder if, if it's any story that comes from there too, because, uh, you know, Mexico is not the only place that has Mayan people. Right, but exactly. Guatemala has a huge population yeah. of, of uh, Mayan people. So there might be, like, stories from that area. I don't know if, like, the cross-reference. But either way, um, there's a lot of uh, Spanish influence in this. As I was telling Christina before we started recording, it was a little bit strange that with the story that I was telling – that the Eshtabai would talk about Satan. Right, because it's a Mayan legend, yeah. It's a Mayan legend, and Satan is a Christian, European influence. So, Yeah, and while you bring that up, I actually wrote a little thing to myself to remind myself to talk about this. But yeah, so of course, as with most legends in Latin America, there is a Spanish influence because they took it, changed it to fit the agenda you know of colonization so the spanish invaded they changed this story to make it something else to like a Mm -hmm. warning to other indigenous people to make it easier for them to colonize and for them to for the indigenous people to you know convert yeah to christianity so 
they this tree that they've made La Eshtabai um, live in, sit on, you know, it, it was a sacred tree for the Mayan people. It was um, sacred, like they believed that a virtuous person would become this tree after death. And it was the embodiment of the, um, what what we consider heaven, like what we mm-hmm. call heaven now, they have a different name for it. So it's where heaven, earth, and the underworld meet. That's what this tree, that's what it represented. But the Spanish were like, nope, <laughs> you can't have that anymore. And so they made it like something evil, which is why Eshtabai is found in those trees. Yeah. I would also like to say that going on to with the Spanish, a lot of these were used as a, as a fear tactics. They change indigenous lore and, and connect it with the devil. Oh yeah, everywhere. Um, even the fir- first episode when we talked about Lesi Guanaba, mm-hmm. remember her story is changed to fit Christianity as well. Yeah. It's also possible that the name Eshtabai comes from the Mayan goddess Ishtab, which was the goddess of hunting with the use of snares and traps and the goddess of suicide because to the Mayan people in this region, suicide was not something that was taboo like you know now in christianity they'll tell you if you die by suicide you are going to hell right mm-hmm. and so for them it wasn't like that the the name t-a-b tab from ishtab translates into rope for exclusive use so that's part of like a rope is some has something to do with her name but um yeah suicide wasn't seen as taboo and this goddess ishtab led those who died by suicide into paradise. And so it makes sense for the Spanish to take her name, make it into Eshtabai, and make it something evil because, you know, to them, suicide is evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird how, not I guess not weird because it's so common, but just how these stories change so much because, and we never know what the true version was because... It's been changed to fit, you know, into Christianity. For me, when I read into stories like this, I imagine that the the original tale would just be pretty much the same minus the the Christian characters. So maybe instead of, you know, like they said, Satan, um, it would just be the the God of the the Mayan God of the underworld. Right. Which, yeah. Who said his name. I forgot. We've said it before, yeah. <laughs> so instead, so you know, that's probably what how it should have been written. But anyways, yeah. To go back to what I was saying, how there's I found that one source that said that there's police reports in mm-hmm. Yucatan that um they say that she's the cause of like missing men. But mm-hmm. um yeah, even how with how old this story is there's yeah people who claim to have seen her still or have escaped her to this day and they say that if you avoid looking at her face you can escape her so it's like not like she if you just don't look at her you're not gonna die that's hopeful yeah Wait, but she doesn't attack women so i'm safe yeah we're safe we're good we could we could go on a whole like cruise and go into the jungle. Well, no, I think they're jaguars there, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we'll get attacked by something else, just not Eshtabai. Um, but yeah, that's all I have on the the Eshtabai. That was a good story. That was a, we got a lot of information. I was not expecting so much information. Same, same. 
That was a nice surprise. Yeah, I like I like this one. This is good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I say that every, literally every episode. I'm like, this is a good story. This is this was a good episode. This was my favorite. <laughs> it gets better though. Like, and and I'm loving this because um, I feel like Eshtabai is something that not many people ever heard of. I sure as hell didn't. I mean, there's going to be a handful of people that that have, but. I am learning so much just by doing this podcast that I was like, wait, wait, what? There's a story like this, you know, yeah. in this country, in this place, and the people here believe it. And it's it's amazing because I'm going to go on a little rant. Stop sleeping on Latin American stories. We're more than just El Chupacabra, La Llorona, and Duendes. Yeah, very true. But yeah, this feels like a good place to wrap up. All right. Let's see. Yeah, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review if you're liking the podcast. It just helps us become more visible. And then if we're more visible, then, you know, we're easier to find. And Mm -hmm. these stories can just get out there to people who've never heard them. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's our goal, to bring awareness to stories that that can be lost to time because a lot of the stories that I share are stories that no one has ever heard and they should be shared. I always tell people, if you have a weird story, especially a paranormal one, even if it's just like five sentences long, share it because it, you know, don't, don't let stories just be forgotten to time. Yes, exactly. Beautiful. And um, what else? One more thing. Um, check out our uh, merch. If you go to our website, there's a little thing that says store. You can find a spooky tale stuff. Mm-hmm. And Follow us on all the socials. If you come across Eshtabai, do not look at her and you will live. And also don't do it. Don't go all like, don't be like Jacinto. <laughs> do not don't be do like it Jacinto. all for the WAP. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to turn someone down if, you know, (laughs) if you want to live. Yeah, no entanglement is worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, and we'll catch everyone next week. We don't have a topic (laughs) picked out, so you'll find out next week. Um, I do want to do another women-related story, though, so. Yes, because it's women's history. We'll still be in March, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I don't know. You were going to ask me, and I was like, I don't know, are we? I don't know. What what day is it? No. The pandemic has me all confused. Yeah, this palateria. Palateria. Panini. Panini bread. Panorama. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, catch us next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.